to the Simply Be You podcast, where we nourish all things mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. I am enough. I am love. I am grateful. I am fun. I am kindness. I am brave. I am sunshine. I am powerful. I am passionate. I am confident. I am loving. There's a scripture I love in Haggai 1, verses 6 through 7. It says, So now, think, take stock. What do you really want? You eat, but still hunger. You drink, but still thirst. You clothe yourselves, but can't get warm. And your wages run through your pockets. Think, take stock. What is it you really want? For me, I wanted love. Oh, I feel that so much. I wanted love from other people. Mm-hmm. I wanted approval. And it wasn't until I really learned how to begin to love myself that everything began to change for me. One of the very first affirmations I would say is, I am lovable because there was a lot of thought around being lovable, feeling enough, feeling worthy of love, just from like a lot of convoluted thoughts from my childhood, from being a little kid that was abandoned, essentially. So I try to show up as lovable and loving and show love. Um, I think one of the very first years I thought about affirmations and started using them, I think the word I used was love or lovable, or loving. And I remember just thinking to myself, what kind of person do I want to be? Yeah. And love worked for everything. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a loving wife, a loving mom, a loving friend. And really, I just wanted to learn how to love myself, all those parts of me that felt unlovable, but just learning how to consciously create what I wanted to be more often that word just really worked for me. I think reminding ourselves of a new thought or a new phrase often, it kind of changes our thought pattern in the moments when we feel the weakest, right? I think when I first started using affirmations, which is what we're saying, I am statements or thought-provoking statements, I was in a place where I didn't know who I was, what I was, what I wanted to be. I mean, I was a mom and I didn't know what that definition looked like. I didn't know what she is. Who is she? Who does she want to be? Who does she want to show up as? And not that I wanted to become something that I am not. I wanted to be all that I could be. Yeah. And there's really this divine part of each one of us. In fact, I believe that we already are divine and we're learning this human experience and just... I'm just nodding my head ferociously. (laughs) Yes. And if we really grasped that we're actual divine goddesses and children of God and divine gods for those guys out there, but like we really already are. It's just us remembering to overcome this conditioning in our lives that drags us down. And I feel like these I am statements help us to remember who we already really are. 
I love the phrase, visualize your highest self and show up as her. I say it to myself all the time. I write it in the middle of sentences, show up as your highest self. And my highest self is enough, Mm -hmm. is kind, giving, forgiving, loving, passionate, slow to reaction, thoughtful. For me, I've always been really motivated by finding and seeking those things that help me to become my highest good. Same idea. Mm-hmm. Like, but for me, it was like what makes me my highest good. And when I learned how to begin talking kindly to myself, that was huge. Because I would never say some of the hurtful things that I would think and say to myself to someone else. And so when I became conscious of like, wow, I really am like dragging myself down just with my own, you know, words and thoughts. And so when I became aware of that, I was like, oh my goodness, what if I could become, you know, my own best friend and talk and speak kindly to myself? Because it was really hurtful, some of those things that I would think and say. There was an exercise I did um, a few years ago where some of the thoughts that I really believed, I wrote them all down. And then I had to feel like the opposite. You know, what would be the opposite statement of truth to how I was actually feeling and thinking in my darkest moments? Like, I'm not good enough. I'm not a good mom. I'm not whatever, right? That I am not or I'm not statements. Mm-hmm. I had to combat those. And so I wrote down the statements that could be truth. And a lot of the statements, they were like the same. They were all synonymous. I'm enough. I am worthy. I am a good mom. I do show up. I do try hard. Mm-hmm. All those statements. Mm-hmm. And so those become those became the statements. And the statements I still say now to myself, to others, to my kids. I show up that way more often now. I mean, we're human, so I yeah. still feel flawed. I am flawed, but I don't focus on the negativity as much. Well, and I think it's important to um, pay attention to those thoughts that invite that feeling of peace. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've noticed when I've become aware of my thoughts, those thoughts that invite peace are true thoughts. So if you think of the thought, I am not enough, how does that feel inside? It feels icky and it feels like... Combative. Yeah, it it hurts and that's not peaceful. But if I think I am enough, I just drop down and there's like this feeling of instant peace, like, oh my goodness, Mm -hmm. what if that actually is true and it just feels peaceful in my body? So I think just noticing those different thoughts and what they create that sensation of peace. I feel like that's where we start to develop a belief in our own affirmations. And then it kind of dulls all of the outside thoughts, all of the outside world, all of the, you know, negativity that does show up a lot of times. I feel like I've almost cured in some way insecurities in myself, self-sabotage, um, quitting or giving up easily. I don't do that very often. Um, I create... I created more honesty with myself and I show up more for others. I'm like their soft place to land now where before I couldn't even show up for myself. So I wasn't open and willing to be somebody else's soft place to land. And um, especially my kids, it was hard for me to be their, their soft place or their place to be like, I need help because I wasn't showing up for myself. I couldn't. Yeah. I think what helps me 
in showing up for others is knowing that I don't have to be the one to fix it. Right. But to just be the one to hold space, to let them feel seen and heard. And to just show up in this, yeah, like I am love. So what does love do in this situation? So, you know, when my child comes to me and wants to have a conversation, maybe I cannot offer advice and just stay quiet and like just listen and hold space and ask them, okay, well, like what would you do in this situation? Yeah. And just playing with the word. um, I love the idea of... Before anything's happened in the day, before you wake up like and get going with a normal, typical day, is just to pick an I am statement to live from that day and then just see if you can show up. For example, I am love. And so then the whole day I practice showing up in love, whether it's with my family or with a stranger or with a friend or just, you know, checking out at the grocery store, what would a loving person say or do mm-hmm. or show up? How, how would they? Yeah. And it's just kind of a fun way to play with it. Oh, for sure. Because if I begin my day thinking that way and starting out with this I am statement, then I'm not reactive in my situation with others because I'm already got something to focus on. Yeah. And even you were saying too, like, you took these words and used them for the whole year, right? Yeah. Like my word for the year is passionate. I wanted to show up passionate as a mom, passionate as a friend, passionate in other areas, like with my career. Yeah. I wanted to just ignite something of passion in my heart, something that stirs me, like this podcast, for example. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I mean, there's lots of times that I'm not passionate about something, like doing the dishes, not passionate about it. But like I'll listen to something while I'm doing the dishes that I'm passionate about, which, you Like know, bring the passion fuels to the yeah. task. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, this year, my word has been brave. And so I'm really amazed how it's shown up. Um, Again, in the podcast. Right. <laughs> Just putting ourselves out there. Um, being brave. Yeah, being brave. I am brave. But yeah, my first time that I thought of this idea, I did my first year of picking an I am statement to work with for the whole year and bringing it to every role I play in my life was I am love. And it was just really powerful to learn how to show up in different situations for myself with love and for other people and what it looked like. And it was different in so many situations, like love didn't look the same. I feel that so much. There's lots of times when I had to remind myself that love is gracious Love is humble. Love is quiet. You know, sometimes love is ferocious. Mm -hmm. And maybe love is even like, you know, fighting for something that you really love. I mean, love shows up in different ways and different aspects. But if you're conscious of that word and how to show up in that space in each moment, I feel like we will be more slow to react. We're less reactive just in general. Yeah, and and it goes back to that scripture, right? Like, what is it you want? What I wanted was love for myself and love for other people. And so it was just really cool to play with, to start thinking about, like, what does love for me and love for others look like in this situation? And then I started to consciously create the kind of person I wanted to be more often 
as I began playing with these I am statements. The farther we get in our journey of affirmations and just consciousness in general, we show up for everyone around us in these ways. They see us, we become the good example. Like my kids, for example, your kids, our Mm -hmm. friends, people, you know, we do hair. So people in our chairs, I have an EXO marker in my salon always, and I'm always writing affirmations on the mirrors, especially for people who show up struggling with something. Um, I feel like for myself, it's changed neural pathways in my brain. Like there used to be a thought that would show up. And I would settle on that thought and that would consume my day. And that was the worry. That was the fear. That was the anxiety and the anxiousness. And I still get stuck in moments like that. I'm human, but I lean more often to the neural pathway I created of, I am fine today. I am fine. I'm okay. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's just all I am today. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. So... I find it fascinating when I when I do get stuck in those spots where it's hard for me to think of the I am love and I am fun, I am brave, I am powerful, I am confident. When I feel like I can't get there, I've noticed if I spend three minutes in gratitude to just get unstuck, like it totally changes the way the whole day goes. And so maybe it is hard for you to see how you could be that powerful to let these words change your day and your life. So maybe begin with just taking three minutes each morning and just noticing what you're grateful for. I kind of like to view it as like brushing my teeth or taking a shower. It's just part of my day. And it really does set the day up for success. I think that's beautiful. I think it's a wonderful tradition just to create, even if you just write them down simply. And um, like for me, I'm a mom, so I make lunches every day and I write little notes and things in my kids' lunchboxes. And sometimes I do have to remind them that they have so much. And how lucky is it that they even have food to eat? Like getting down to like the nitty gritty, right? Yeah, exactly. Like there's always something to be grateful for. And then that gets me in a headspace where I can see more clearly that I am enough and I am worthy and I am trying, you know, because some days it is, some days it's hard. Oh, for sure. But like when I invite gratitude into the practice, it seems to change the whole trajectory for the day. Yeah. It becomes a lot easier to not be so clouded by thoughts of negativity when we're like, I am really grateful for just the clothes that are on my body right mm-hmm. now. My I'm house. Grateful my things, for this my stuff, breath. <laughs> my breath. And, I mean, every day you could be grateful for so many things. And, you know, going into the holiday season especially, it's beautiful to remind ourselves of that. And even just making goals for the new year of like, I'm going to have an I am statement every day. And it's going to first start with what I'm grateful for. Yeah, and just give it a try. See what changes in your own life. It's pretty cool to play with. How do you feel like it's changed your life? It's just kind of been fun. I remember being like, when I first started playing with I Am Love, and I'd be like, gosh, I wonder what a loving mom would do in this situation because how I showed up sure wasn't loving. Yeah. You know, And, and just like as you catch yourself and become conscious, just noticing, oh, yeah, that wasn't that great but instead of beating up on yourself 
maybe the question could be, I wonder what a loving mom would do next time. And then just keep building and playing with that. I know that was huge for me when I first started Mm -hmm. is just catching myself after the moment and being like, wow, that wasn't love, but not beating myself up, but just learning and going forward for the next time. Yeah. I remember doing that often. And we have a ritual at night at our home. We do just a seven minute, six, seven minute meditation. We have prayer and affirmations and We're not perfect at it. We don't do it every single night, but we try to do it often enough that it becomes a ritual that's something normal for us so that my kids do it with their kids. I started late in my journey with my kids, like halfway through. And so I want them to feel like this is their safe place that just even alone in their bedrooms, that this is what they do. Well, and it's cool to be able to dream and create, right? Exactly. Like, like why not us? Why not us? Why not? Yeah, exactly. Like we can live the life of our dreams. So what do we want? Let's create it. Let's practice. And it might take us our whole lives, but like, let's do it. But at least we're working on it still. Yeah. And it feels so much better. Oh, for sure. It, It really does invite that peace and that sense of fun. Maybe it would be really powerful to end with some gratitude. Yeah. I have a lot of gratitude statements. And I was just even thinking, like, as I was filling up my cup of water this morning, wow, I'm so grateful for running water. Oh, my goodness. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, just, like, things that I tend to take for granted. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that sounds like a fun way to end. Yeah, I think just moving forward, one, one goal I think would be beautiful for all of our listeners would be to have a a grateful journal or a grateful paper or maybe use an XO marker like I do and write it on your mirror um, of what you're grateful every day and one I am statement just moving forward just to change the trajectory of your thought patterns and the thought patterns of your friends and family and loved ones and co-workers around you and just notice how you show up really is powerful yeah you can change your day somebody else's day the week the month the year the world just in all in how you choose to show up yeah exactly well jasmine i'm grateful for you willing to join me in creating this podcast (laughs) don't worry i've been crying the whole time so i'm grateful for you also and if my voice (laughs) if my voice cracks it's because i'm literally sobbing I just have so much to be grateful for. I think when people come into your life and it feels just whole and natural and safe, mm-hmm. um, I feel like Emily showed up in love in a time where I didn't think I needed her. I thought I was doing pretty good. And um, just goes to show you that God works in mysterious ways. That's right. I'm grateful each day that I can just slow down and feel and breathe in my body. That's one of my favorite things to just notice how grateful I am to be alive. I feel that all the time. I'm grateful that I'm alive in this moment, in this time frame, in the world, when there's a lot of hurt, sadness, because I feel like I can make a a statement in the world just by being me. 
I'm, I'm grateful that we know how powerful these statements are and like, like how we can really make a difference in how we choose to show up in someone else's life. It's always amazing to me. Like when you smile at someone and it takes them off guard or say hello and they're not expecting you to show up in kindness, but here we are. Yeah. (laughs) And it really does. It really does matter. Yeah. It's kind of like the domino effect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really our goal here with our podcast too, is just to create a, a place and a safe place where people, you know, yearn to be that, yearn to show up in love. Yeah. And to find those things that help you become your highest good. I think that's perfectly stated. Yeah. I think so too. Just grateful for this time to continue to help each other and to lift each other up and so much love and kindness, helping each other to be brave, powerful, and confident because we each have the power to do it. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you being part of the Simply Be You podcast. If you enjoy the podcast and find value, please leave us a rating. Thank you for sharing our hearts with the people you love. Beyond the chair, simply you. Feel love everywhere.